Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Make It Pop, Powerful on Purpose. I am your professor of popping, Gray Marino, here today with actor, director, producer, writer, Michael Nardelli. Have you gotten any weird emails from someone claiming to be Molly Solis? Molly who? From high school. Remember her? A few days ago, we started getting these bizarre messages from Molly asking for help. She loved to write. She was always sending me new stuff. Were they all this... Twisted? Molly was drawn to that stuff. She spent a lot of time lurking in the weird spots of the internet. Places most people avoid. Do you have any idea what Molly was getting involved in? Why she may have wanted to disappear? How can no one know where she is? She put real places in the story. Why not just tell us what the hell's going on? Maybe she's being watched. Maybe we all are. There are people out there dismantling the world, and they're just getting started. People like you. Hackers. Worse than me. They will come for you, and I don't know what if she tried to blow the whistle on the wrong project, all God the more me. reason to keep going. If she found something worth killing for. Someone clearly thought she knew too much. I feel like we don't have a choice here. We have to find her. There's something going on. The hell did she get us into? Let me start at the beginning. Let's get popping. Let's see. Hello. How's it going? Fine. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me, Gray. Absolutely. My pleasure to have you. Thank you for your time. Of course. Powerful on purpose. I love it. Thank you. Well, you know, that's that's what we are. And it's just a matter of how we choose to use our power. Yeah, I agree. And you're using your power for the, the forces of good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you look very nice today as well. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> you look dashing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I try. Trapped in my house for myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I get, I, I, I can, yeah, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. So you're an actor, writer, director, producer, so on and so forth. It's like. Yes. So on, so forth. Before... Yeah, that's enough. I should stop right there. That's probably enough. Four things is enough to do, right? Right. So before we get into the next thing, I really want to ask you, how do you juggle that as a multi-hyphenate? Because I know I had trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, if you commit to, or if you're interested in doing all those things, uh, you do get into trouble because um, you're having to split your time and your energy and your attention. And there's no science to it, I don't think. Um, I think if you're passionate enough about what you're doing, you'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> but by no means easy. Um, I like, especially when we were making dark web, our, our um, show that's on Amazon. Um, I did always feel like I was failing one of those things or multiple of those things at any given time. So um, I'm not good at this, but I've told you have to be gentle on to yourself, be nice to yourself. Um, you have to embrace imperfection which can be hard for certain people it's hard for me because i want everything to be perfect and i want everything i do to be perfect um and um those are noble goals <laughs> but it, it can be a hard way to live especially when your um your time is divided 
Um, so you just have to like, yeah, you just have to ration out your energy and be nice to yourself and um, have good partners that you're working with. Um, absolutely couldn't have done it without the partners that I had on dark web or any of the stuff that I've, that I've produced or, or acted in. You got to work with, um, you got to have good colleagues that you can trust. Right. So now what came first? Was it acting or filmmaking? I was always at, well, uh, I moved out to LA to act professionally and to go to school, um, to study theater, but I also studied film. Um, and I always did theater growing up, like high school theater and middle school, but I was always making our own little videos, like sometimes class projects or just things with my brothers for fun or things that I would shoot on my own and then edit the old fashioned way with our, our two VCRs. This was like way, way back in the day before there were any kind of like, you know, at home editing solutions. Um, so I say acting, but I was always making our own content just on like a very small scale. Right. Um, but it's really not that different from what I'm doing today and trying to keep doing and, and you know, grow bigger. Um, it's just, there's more, it's more complicated now, but it was still the same thing, like writing and producing our own little videos and finding the locations and um, finding out the actors amongst our friends and um, whose parents' house we could film at and who was gonna bring the props <laughs> and buy the toys and all that stuff. So. Um, You've been at this for a yeah, while. Yeah, I was always doing it. <laughs> yeah. So you, um, now Dark Web, how, one, did you even like come up with this concept? And then how did you get like the, the team together to, it looks beautiful. But visually, you. it's awesome. The story's great. Thanks. And I do want to know if there's going to be a season two after we're done. Uh, okay. Um, um, well, the, so the team was largely, um, a lot of the people that worked on our film circle, which was this indie film that we made, um, similar theme, dark, like sci-fi psychological thriller that Netflix acquired. So you can watch it on Netflix now if you want. Um, and it's gone on to be successful for it. Like it turned into like a little bit of a cult hit online, especially during quarantine. A lot of people seem to find it and write in and everything. <laughs> Um, so it's called Circle and a lot of, and we all, we worked together with that team really well and kind of formed, we all kind of saw eye to eye on what we were trying to make and how we were trying to make it at that small, like tiny, tiny, tiny budget indie level. And so a lot of that, the team from Dark Web came from that. Um, a lot of the team from Dark Web came from all of my experience as an actor and a filmmaker. Um, there's actors in dark web and circle that I met in acting class when I was 17. Um, there's um, editors that I've met along the way. There's um, um, Roxy, who, who Roxy Shee, who directed uh, most of dark web, a lot of like the main storyline. Um, she cast me in a movie of hers as just an actor four or five years ago called all uh, oh no, the, the uh, the tribe. They changed the name. It's, it's called the tribe. It was called All Is Vanity. Um, so the team from Dark Web was is kind of like an accumulation of my life in LA, um, and I worked on it. My brother was a producer on it as well. We we um, have a production company. And we work together. Um, so it was kind of like accumulating people along the way that I see eye to eye with, who are in it for the artistic and creative uh, reasons that I am. Um, who really want to tell a story and are, you know, you know, fascinated with with film and TV and 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 entertainment the way that I am. Um, 
that know that it's hard work. They're not just kind of in it for the, the lifestyle of, oh, I'm like an right, actor now. They're really- and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I knew I wanted to work with them again from Circle. Um, Mario Michoni specifically direct, co-directed Circle and we all, him and my brother um, and I uh, co-EP'd um, Dark Web. And the idea came from initially, it was just this idea of mine to do an anthology show because I grew up loving those like Twilight Zone and The Outer Limits and Are You Afraid of the Dark? And um, originally it was a much smaller thing. We were going to do an anthology show that um, was connected by a, a serialized storyline. So you could kind of have your cake and eat it too. And we talked about that, that, that idea for a while because that is what excited us, that it, was, it would be something different similar but different anthology in, in aspects, but but different in that it all kind of tied together if you kept watching. Okay. And so we just kept talking about it. And then we we centered on the dark web itself as sort of like the, the focal point of, of that concept. Because yeah. um, it, it's a real place and it's it was fascinating to us and it's it's growing and it's scary. And um it, it just seemed like a fertile 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 place for uh for, for stories to come from. And um, that's how congratulations on your seven Emmy nominations from it. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was that was really cool. We were excited and we took home one Emmy. So we're happy about that. Um, we're an Emmy winning show now, which I don't think we ever thought. <laughs> Thanks. We didn't, I don't think we thought going into it, it would be become that. Um, but it's awesome that it did and it exposed it to um, to more people and maybe to a different different kind of audience. Than, than maybe would seek out something like dark web. Um, so we're very grateful to the TV, to the TV Academy and to the voters and to the Emmys and to the people that watched. And, um, and yeah, that was a nice surprise for us. And season two? So we hope to do a season two of dark web. We're not sure what's happening yet, um, but we have ideas for what it would be. And we've talked to Amazon a little bit about it and we're, we're sort of figuring out um, how we'll put the pieces together, I guess I'll say. So I would like to know, what do you think the three most important things are every actor should know about living in the moment? Most important things that the actor should know about living in the moment? Yes, because, you know, we have to juggle social media. We have to juggle sometimes submitting ourselves when we're starting out. We have to juggle keeping our materials up and lines and this and that. So when we finally get that moment, what do you think it should are like the three things we need to remember while we're in there? Um, I think, uh, okay, so the three most important things for an actors in the moment. Um, I'd say, I, you know, I'm dealing with this right now too, is just making sure you have something going on that's keeping you hopeful and inspired um so because you're you know you face a lot of rejection and um it's a very complicated career and there's a lot of competition a lot of things that are out of your power so i think it's important number one for me to always have something in your world your life that's keeping you hopeful about your craft and um so that could be like you know, I mean, for me, that's writing my own material. Usually when I'm, when I'm feeling, I do it anyway, always, but when I'm feeling very, um, like, especially during quarantine, it's been challenging because a lot of, um, acting opportunities, uh, were scarce. Now they're coming back online, which is nice. 
Um, but I, I've had a script that I've been writing that at least kept me accountable every day and kept me creative every day. Um, and, it, you know, there's a role in it that I want to play. And so even though, you know, the world has been falling apart um, and, and um, you know, you're an actress and, you know, it, it's challenging right now, um, that that kept me alive. <laughs> you know, it's like, OK, I, that's my daily thing I can work on. That I, but it can be anything. It can be like you're putting a short film together or you're you're studying a role in a play that maybe you're going to put up in your local theater or that you're going to perform over Zoom or whatever. Um, you know, there's lots of different ways you can stay active now. I think, number one, you just have to make sure that you're you're doing it, doing the work um, and not just waiting around for permission from others to do the work. Because um, for me, that's like a death sentence. <laughs> dramatic it's boring, that's dramatic. it's boring and it's just frustrating and it um you're already you're already kind of powerless in some ways as an actor performer um you need an audience and you need somebody to cast you and all those things it's good to have something that you can hold on to it's tangible so that'd be number one um um i god i feel like that's like the most important thing um number two uh we just, I think, just make sure it kind of goes along with that. Stay healthy, you know, so that you're ready when the opportunity comes. Um, you know, keep mind, body, spirit. Um, you know, I advise therapy for actors. I think we talked about that in the thing, the the Zoom that we did that one time. I just think it's a good thing. It, it keeps you um, in touch with with your emotions, which is very important as a performer. <laughs> saying like i you know like we just said in la or anywhere as an actor um lots of rejection lots of things that are out of your power um you know you can't control how you look or sound but sometimes when they're casting they want this or that and that's you know as good of a job as you do maybe you're too short <laughs> for the role or too tall or whatever and so you know so i'd say yeah number two be therapy and um and and just staying healthy. It doesn't have to be there. It could be meditation or exercise and whatever. And um, number three, um, I guess it would go along with what I said about circle and dark web is find um, good, good colleagues. Yes. Um, that doesn't mean like producing partners. It could just be, um, you know, finding another actor who's interested in the kind of material that you're interested in and um, having, you know, readings, in your apartment every Sunday with them of plays and, and roles that you want to explore um, and people that you can uh, and and confide in and vent about frustrations because um, it's it's uh, it can be a solitary profession you know we do a lot of our our preparations by ourselves we learn our lines you know usually alone or some people do it in front of the mirror or, you know, it can be very solitary. So I think it's good to find um, like-minded individuals right. as a sounding board. So that'd be my top three. All right. Well, thank you. And I would like to, I would like to learn more about your, uh, the girl who climbed the Ivy league is that's yeah. coming next, right? Um, I don't know if that's coming next. That's been developed. Um, I'm working on that as a producer with uh, Mick G and Mary Viola at their company Wonderland. And it was originally developed for Amanda Seyfried to star in. Um, but it's been a while. I think I think now it's it's an open project. And um, it's based on a true story. And I optioned that article um, as a Rolling Stone article. And um, it's, yeah, it's a true story about this um, young 
woman uh, con artist who sort of came from nothing and was always told uh, what she wasn't capable of. Um, and then basically runs away from home and takes the SATs and, and basically finds out that she's a bit of a, of a prodigy or a wonder kind. Nice. However you say that word. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and unfortunately she wasn't given the, the affirmations in her uh, childhood to know that on her own and to use that sort of the legal way. <laughs> she winds up using it, her skills in an illegal way as a con artist and cons her way into, um, I believe it was Harvard and, and lots of Ivy League colleges and was living a pretty lavish lifestyle in New York. And um, so she was able to accomplish a lot. And it's sort of the thematic that if she had uh, had had uh, had people telling her what she was capable of all along, you know, she she could have done even more amazing things and, and done it the legal way. Right. That's what I was going to say is, you know, I'm all for moving mountains and, you know, hurdling obstacles in your way. But, you know, going about it properly. <laughs> yeah, there are ways yeah, yeah. and rules that need to be followed and abided by. <laughs> yeah. Or it catches up with you, I guess. But for a movie, people. it's perfect. There, there's no, yeah. no uh, consequences. <laughs> Well, there are. There's consequences in the movie. It's 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 reminiscent of Catch Me If You Can okay. a little bit. If you've seen that, but a true story and and more modern day. Okay, okay. That, that, and with a, with a female lead. I really like how that sounds. And I, and I mean, we can all relate to not getting that uh, confirmation or affirmation that we need and having to find it for ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about. Yeah, with that, you know, like as actors, we have to find, you know, because if you don't believe in yourself, I mean, most people aren't going to believe in you. Most people aren't supportive of this kind of career, you know. Um, so yeah, you gotta, you gotta find find that grit, I guess. <laughs> All right, so you are, are a self proclaimed nerd, comic books, yes. sci fi. So I'm uh -huh. going to ask you what your favorite game is to play. Currently or ever? Ever. We'll go with ever. Ever is probably StarCraft. I love, I grew up playing that game in StarCraft 2. Um, it's sci-fi and it's strategy. So I really got into like the strategy. At, that must be like the producer in me. I was like, okay, I need this many, um, whatever they were, like Terrans here. And I need this, <laughs> all these, you know, it gets very into like, resources and you know how many army men so you need and all that all that other stuff and planned attacks plan attacks yeah and i could play it with my brother we, we did it online um so that was probably that's yeah that was a great all right favorite comic why the last man okay and it's great and it's great that and from hell are two really great graph from hell's a graphic novel and then why the last man's a comic series where all the men in the world are wiped out except for one. Okay, and your favorite all-time geekiest thing? The one you've geeked out on the most your whole entire life? Probably Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I grew up on that. I have a lot of memorabilia from that show. I love the musical episode. I still watch it. <laughs> I read all the comics. Yeah, that, that one wins. Well, thank you for your time. And do you have any words to offer to those aspiring actors or creators, filmmakers out there? Um, well, I think what you're doing is awesome. I think it's really cool that you're doing this oh, um, to inspire 
filmmakers and, and artists and everything. I think this is awesome. And I love powerful on purpose. I think that's a great motto. Thank you, um, yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, and words of advice, advice are, encouragement, inspiration, whatever you want to share closing. <laughs> I just think like you, it kind of goes back to what I was saying, but I think it's, I didn't make this up. I stole this from somebody, right. but it's, um, <laughs> yeah, somebody don't, um, don't wait for the industry to find you, you go off, you know, be doing what you want to do. If it's acting, just be acting, you know, um, like I said, put up a play or make a short, if you can make an indie feature on an iPhone, great. Um, you know, do what you love to do and figure out what you love about it. And then you should be, and then you should feel good about yourself and then let the industry find you instead of chasing the industry, you know, kind of like, hire me, hire me, hire me. Um, just do your own thing. And you'll feel, I think you'll feel a lot. I know I feel better about myself when I'm like, I'm just doing it. You know, I'm making my own thing. And then if they cast me in the show, awesome. You know, and that's happened. Um, I feel like I, I often book more work from the outside world when I'm consumed with something I'm already working on. You know, I've had that happen where I'm like, like, you know, knee deep into dark web stuff. And then I got cast on whatever. Um, uh, I think it, I think it just, you have like a, a confidence when you're doing stuff on your own. And that's especially right now when things are looking bleak <laughs> and, you know, work is more scarce, um, you know, staying stable that way by, by doing what you love and, um, and you never know who's going to wind up seeing it or hearing it or whatever, once you put it out there into the world. All right. Well, everybody you heard the man. So uh, what are you waiting for? Get out there and uh, get popping. Make it pop.